I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Same as it ever was, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Manchester United beat Manchester City. Everton were gubbed at Stamford Bridge and Newcastle United scored a goal. Do you get that Monday feeling, ladies and gentlemen, when the football ramblers walk you away? Yeah, I get it every week. Mm-hmm. That's Luke Moore, that's Pete Donaldson and Jim Campbell's under there. Hello. I'm positively giddy today and I don't know why. Well, mm-hmm. I've been hanging out with my aunt. Yeah. Sorry? Come on, come on. We take her home like a, a school hamster. Yeah. Mm. Is, is it one particular aunt <laughs> or is it like a lot of different aunts? I only have one aunt. Is she giddy? Uh, not really, no. Shame. It's just more that expression that I do use. I have a an lot. aunt. A peek behind the curtain. Mm. Do I have an aunt? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do you it's know what an aunt is? It's your, it's your mum or your dad's sister. Yeah. One of them I've met once, mm. and the other was one is a half aunt. What's a half aunt? Aunt once removed. Mm. Not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. A haunt. <laughs> a haunt a haunt yeah. in Waterlooville yeah right okay uh-huh. uh, it's a football podcast it is yeah. a football podcast Some, occasionally but we yeah. don't mind talking about family as well which yeah. is very yes. very important ladies yeah. and gentlemen because our listeners are like a family aren't they Mike? they're yeah. very much like a family many of them will have aunts yeah. and, and some re- might even be aunts so, uh, annoying little bellends running around at an event <laughs> <laughs> and the event being Reddit well, yeah. <laughs> well yeah. seriously fuck you guys yeah. mm. <laughs> well Manchester is Reddit 
Good, mate. Thank you. Because yeah. they beat Manchester City in that mank derby, didn't they? Old yeah. Trafford was a rocking and a pumping. It was rocking. It was pumping. The rocking and the pumping. A rocking. A pumping. A peedy, peedy, peedy. People often say it was rocking, whereas you, Luke Moore, always say if a stadium atmosphere is, is electric, it's pumping. It's pumping, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Edison's face was Reddit. <laughs> After his two mistakes, yeah, but yeah. it was it was pumping, and I, I think that is will be uh, of, of great comfort and mm-hmm. will warm the cockles of Manchester United fans everywhere. Great mm. win for them. He even warmed Roy Keane's cockles. Decent what, bit of God, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. It's weird, isn't it? Nah. Yeah, his out. cockles were particularly warm all day. I'm sure yeah. we'll come on to that it's later. Like, it's but... like seeing Vince Vaughan do a serious role. Yeah, <laughs> that, it doesn't fit. Yeah, do not like. I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not here how, for it. That's how enjoyable it was for those uh, for those Red Devils, eh? Yeah, I mean they've crept into some really good form, haven't they? In the last ten games, they've won seven, drawn three, scored twenty-four goals, and mm. conceded two. Look at those like, stats. Fair, fair play to Solskjaer. Like he's doing the business. Is, is it fair to say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's doing an all right job? Yeah, and it was yeah. also a year to the. Uh, I'm pretty sure year to the week since that famous result Solskjaer had against PSG in the Champions right. League, which essentially got him the got him the job. So. Um, maybe it's he's still know, there they're still finding well, there's, yeah. there's been a hint of spring in the air the last couple of days isn't it maybe, maybe mm, it's that the very, probably not in Manchester I, I spring in the, spring in the step in the Manchester City uh, goalkeeping fraternity yeah, yeah. yeah Edison Edison looked absolutely imperious when he when he kind of first joined Man City that, that season and obviously he's a superb goalkeeper don't be silly or just on, on one performance and all it's but. rare that a a keeper of his quality and stature in the game mm-hmm. has a stinker yeah. from start to finish. But he's that good, isn't he? Mm. I mean, he, only Alisson, uh, you know, if, if, if Alisson was any other nationality, Edison would obviously be starting for Brazil uh, and he keeps him out the side. But it was strange to see Edison look a bit fallible. And, and but Manchester City have looked fallible this season. I mean, they've lost more games than Arsenal in the Premier League yeah. this season, which is That's a hell of a stat. Form. I mean, they've, they've, they've drawn... 10 fewer games than Arsenal <laughs> as well. We yeah, should that make is, that uh, uh, gonna make very, difference. very clear. Uh, but Manchester United, though, they're up to fifth. They're just three points behind Chelsea now. Uh, and, I mean, they were good. Manchester City dominated possession, as they will. But Manchester United didn't look that uncomfortable without possession, if no. you see what I mean. Because everybody knows Man City are going to dominate the ball. And, and Manchester United were very, very good. At, and Martial, even though his decision-making might have been a touch better at times, and his goal was a bit fortuitous, but it's still a well-taken mm. one. Oh, and but, you that's all about Fernandez, wasn't it? That yeah. Talk, talk but, well, Fernandez has transformed that side. You would say he's he's putting in so many balls. He's uh, he's given yeah. so many opportunities. But Martial, like he's been, he's, he came with a big price tag a long time ago. Now, admittedly, how old is he? Twenty-four now. It does seem and a while ago and that it, transfer and like, saga. With and Martial. so he's he's gonna he needs to um, turn in sixteen. I think he's scored sixteen goals this season. He needs to sort of keep. Mm-hmm. Keep that up every single season for whoever he plays for. He might move mm-hmm. on. He might not. Man United might put his put that in their pockets and spend ridiculous on on something ridiculous. But um, yeah, I think he's coming at the side and he's, but, he's really. Performing. But also, I likes that kind of unorthodox striker or wingery sort of striker. Yeah, wingery striker because it was sort of him and Daniel James up top, and 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 Bruno Fernandes in behind. You're and, not going to get a lot of running out of Marshall. He, he he looks quite lethargic at times, but. I think he conserves his energy very well. He yeah. does what Thierry Henry used to do. That was my excuse when I played football. <laughs> <laughs> but Bruno Fernandes coming into the side. I mean, seldom do you get a player who 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 lifts everybody that much. I mean, mm. We know his quality. Mm. And let's be honest, a bit surprised that he went there, actually. Mm. You, one could have thought he would go to one of the really, really sort of top sides in terms of form and stature 
in on, on the continent. But he could have gone where he wanted, right? That's well, I mean. exactly, yeah. But but he is he's given them such a lift. I mean, it is quite incredible. But the whole midfield looks better now. I mean, they played a sort of a three-four-one-two Manchester United, yeah, uh, with Wan Bissaka and Williams either side of uh, Matic and, and Fred. But the whole thing just looked looked like a cohesive unit, but didn't it? Did it? even as you say with with the allowance of City having the majority of the ball. I mean, in the early in the in the first stages, I think Man United had thirty percent possession. Obviously, they picked up after that. But no, mate, it was they, overall, no, it was overall, it was twenty-four percent or something. They had twenty-seven percent overall, and and. Um, I, I would. I don't know the fact, but it will be interesting to know they've ever had fewer than that in a Manchester derby mm. at but home as well. Less than that, sorry, not fewer than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, at home as well. And I, I think, but the thing is, they're, they're set up for that, aren't they? Mm. But they've got this. This they've got players like James, who is really raw but really quick. Yeah. And they've got Martial, who can, who's on his day is quite ruthless. I mean, he's going to have his best goal scoring season mm. by United this mm. season, almost certainly. I think he's he's at sixteen, as Pete said. I think he had seventeen in his first season, so he'll probably go on to beat that. Um, and they're com- they they look comfortable without the ball. Fred's um, form's been really great. He's really important yeah. to them. Uh, Fernandez, he he just he just hit the ground running. It's like he's if it looks with Fernandez like all he's done is just change the color of his shirt. Yep. When we yep. saw him playing at Sporting, he's he's directing the traffic. He's calling the shots. He's doing his thing, and he's settled straight into Man United. He's one of the biggest clubs in the world, and he's doing that straight away, mm. which is an amazing testament to him. And 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 the the good thing about United in this game against City is they just didn't seem to panic. No. They didn't seem to get overly tired yep. because they didn't have the ball and it obviously makes you more tired when you haven't got the ball and they didn't seem to worry too much yeah. about about Man City's weapons and they were just able to be ruthless when City made the mistakes mm-hmm. which Edison made two of which, which mm-hmm. I mean it's worth saying by the way the game is in the balance a lot more than the scoreline makes it look because yes. obviously mm-hmm. McTominay scored very very late oh, what's the last kick of the game yeah. from a mistake and the, the move the move for Aguero's disallowed goal which was only marginally offside yeah. was, Still was offside, a fantastic mate, bit of play it? absolutely but that did suggest that actually maybe it wouldn't be well, Fred should have had a penalty. Yeah, mm. oh, I, yeah, completely Mike agree with that. Dean does you know no do monitors. No, no, he does not. He's got the, got a monitor in his head. So yeah, um, I'm monitoring like, you all right now with I'd my like eyes. I'd like Dino to 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 you know if if he's made a decision, everyone's going no no no. Check. He just rips out the earpiece and goes, "I've made my decision. I don't give a damn what VAR mm. or yeah. so. I don't <laughs> care what reality says. Yes. And if, if Mike pen, knows best. If those pencil pushers down at City Hall don't like it, they can have my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a photographic memory, mate. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but Fred had a had a good performance again, and there's been a lot of talk of, of that to the point where Sky Sports uh, had an article um, titled "Fred's Redemption." It's like Fred's red redemption, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and just redemption. Fred Redemption, yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah, yeah. either yeah. just not what you settled on. Fred yeah. Dead Redemption DLC, yeah, yeah, yeah one of those content for the video game. Did red you? Dead Redemption? Yeah. Did you like to tell us more about that? No. Okay. That's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Uh-huh. Bissaka yeah. was good though, wasn't he? Yes, he was making a late surge for the Euros. You think? <laughs> well, he's trying to. It'll well, be yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, you'd have him in your squad, wouldn't you? Mm, I, it's a tricky one. I mean, Alexander Arnold will be the starting. Sorry, I just, I just want a little rest. So I just, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll set you off, and I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> there's, there's about a handful of things that you could do that with. Yeah. He's preparing statement for his uh, Ole, Ole, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Volkfass. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try to work out what we're doing next. He's been giving I, him I, dogs I, abuse all season. I, I think Juan Pazaka, he might just miss out. In terms of experience, you know, mm. Trippy would have more experience in yeah. tournaments and so Oh, on. you would think Alexander-Arnold is nailed on. Well, absolutely, yeah. I'm saying who's the backup to him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, obviously Walker in there as well. Um, who knows? But yeah, I, I feel like, um, do you feel like this game seemed to matter a bit more to Man United? Because there's so little thrust to City's mm. season now. Uh, I think it's, I think it matters for both. I know what you, I'm, I not understand. Say, I'm not saying it doesn't matter for Man City. Uh, well, no, no, of course. I, I, 
I get what you're saying because Manchester United are trying to finish in the top four. Mm. And if they don't finish fourth, they want to finish fifth, obviously. Whereas Manchester City will finish second or third. Yeah, and it also doesn't really matter because in fact, of the no, they, situation. They will finish second, sorry, mm. surely. Because uh, Leicester has sort of dropped off, even though obviously Tom McCrory never played Aston Villa. Um, but Manchester United, though, we're talking about their, their top four ambitions. I mean, they're, they're three points behind Chelsea. And if you look at their fixtures left, their toughest fixtures are away to Spurs next. Well, the way they're playing, you'd fancy to get get something out of that. And then they're away to, to Leicester on, on the last day as well. So At which point it might be academic anyway. Well, yeah, so you have to look at that. And if bloody hell, if they can finish fourth, yeah. they'll probably have money to spend in the summer. You never know. Um, Paul Pogba should be back in training next week as well. It'll be interesting to see if him and Fernando... Oh, that, d- how, like, that derails well, well, everything. Well, I was about to say, <laughs> is, is, will that give him another... Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was kind of <laughs> putting that to the table. But he, won't, but he, he won't be, will he? I'll defer. He play. I'll, I'll, I'll be you surprised think he won't we, play again? No. I'll, I'll defer to Graham Soonis on that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> I, I just, I've heard that... I mean, I'm not trying to make it. I've got any particular insight that no one else has got. Hmm. But I've heard that about five times since he was injured. And wow. he's not come back. He's making sure that they sell him. In the summer, feels like quite that. obviously. I mean, that's. The... I mean, Andre Gomez is back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Foot was hanging off three months yeah, ago. Yeah, right, exactly. It's unbelievable. But if you're willing to sort of like uh, sideline a player like Paul Pogba, like would you just not? No, I don't think they're willing. I think he's. I think he's. But, so it, it, think it, who his agent is. He's trying yeah. to push. The, trying make to push sure. through a deal, but the yeah. deal is going to be a lot cheaper than it was because he's he's just not played that much football. He's been so-called injured. He's yes, clearly he, not having a great time at Manchester United. He's clearly a very talented footballer, but has he put in the performances for Manchester United mm. every single match? I would say no. So very true. Are they going to get? Is someone going to get a bargain? Paul Pogba is what I'm asking. I don't think they will because Manchester United will still say, "I don't care if he's not. We've not we don't care if he's not played. He's World Cup when he's Paul Pogba. Pay the money, damn you." He's mm. a pulled fraud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but he, I mean, Look, let's go back to they don't need Solskjaer's in a position of strength now. Yeah. Despite right. the criticism he's got on this mm-hmm. show, chiefly from me probably, um, he's in a position of strength. Well, we, what do you think of Solskjaer then? Because we, we we have been critical and we've said, well, we just don't see him turning it around. And just because they've beat Man City doesn't mean it's like they have turned it around. No, but I think if you look at that run that they're on that we spoke about mm-hmm. earlier, I think, I think it, there is an argument that he has certainly turned it mm-hmm. in the right direction. I mean, they could legit, like, it's realistic for them to finish in a Champions League position this season now. It is. Think. I wonder though what Manchester United fans will think because... If he does finish fourth, then there's a bigger chance that he will stay in the summer. People would probably thinking he would go. And then when you hear the likes of, um, uh, what's his name, Allegri, and those kind of names being batted around the Manchester United job, or even Pochettino, mm. uh, if you're a Manchester United fan, you think, well, okay, Solskjaer, there's been a little bit of an improvement. Yeah. But when those names are being mentioned, and you're thinking to yourself, look, will it really come good? Will Solskjaer win a title or at least challenge for a title at Manchester United? Well, I think the complication with that is... Um, I'm saying that I'm not sure that they will... Well, obviously they'll want to finish as hard as possible, but will it be kind of in the long term more of a curse? Look, a a lot of this uh, comes down to Ed Woodward's reputation, doesn't it? Because he doesn't want to be seen to be changing managers all the time. It'd be quite embarrassing for him to to lose Solskjaer, especially if he then gets them into a good position after Mm -hmm. people have been calling for his head before that. Mm -hmm. So... Man United, to their credit, have always stood by Solskjaer and made it very clear that he is in their long-term plans. And this is this is that playing out. So I would be surprised if uh, if they made a change if he got what was considered to be an acceptable finish to the season, which I think Champions League football would be. Very much so. Yeah. They I, finish I fifth and get in so, thanks to Man City's... Uh, <laughs> Man City's crags. Clearly, they're in a good run of form. Um, I don't know what Solskjaer's ceiling is as a manager. I don't know how good he can become as a coach because he's not shown anything in the past that says he can be can, can compete. I mean, in, in that in that ten game streak that before, since they last lost, which is the game they lost at home to Burnley, 
you know, beat a Man City at the weekend, fine, good result. They've not really done an awful lot outside of that, but mm. they beat Chelsea away. Chelsea never really know what you're going to get with, mm. with them. So, and we have to wait and see. But what he, Man United fans should be judging a Man United side on, for example, if they get to the semi finals of the Europa League yeah. and they play someone mm. good, right? Can they get through that? Mm. Can they, if they can do that, then surely he's doing a lot more to burn this reputation in those kind of games as he is in what is a you know, quite a weird Premier League season. But you can't you can't criticise a guy. I mean, they're, they're winning games. They haven't lost since, since the middle of January. So, I mean, good on them. Mm. All right, let's move on to Liverpool then. They beat Bournemouth 2-1. It wasn't uh, brilliant from Liverpool, but they got that win. Mm. They got the win. It was a record-breaking win, of course. 22nd consecutive uh, home victory in the in the top flight. Breaking a Shankly record, was Extremely it? Extremely impressive. Yeah. Mm. No, I think it was an overall record, wasn't it? Because they were looking at other teams that, uh, you know, these records, um, you know, from 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 yesteryear and so on, which hence it was a top flight record, of course. Every just... record is from yesteryear, technically, though, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely right, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Absolutely right. So I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking on any of those future records. That seems very hard. Yeah, you, I can't remember. Too unpredictable. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did that gag where he's like, "Here's a picture. Here's a picture of Mitch me Hedberg. From Mitch Hedberg. Here's yeah. a picture of me from uh, from when I was from, younger. From when I was younger. It's like every picture is a picture of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, "No, here's a picture of me in the, when I'm older. Let me see that camera." <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Mo Salah has 70 mm. goals in 100 Premier League matches for Liverpool. Decent. Mm. That as well is a record, isn't it? But that is every player. For, for Liverpool record. Yeah, mm. that's for the club. I'm, I'm sure I read, I might have got this wrong, but I'm sure mm. that I read that uh, with that game against Bournemouth, they broke some kind of Bill Shankly Liverpool held record as well. Did they really? Um, but they ground out. When they went a goal behind, I wonder how nervous they were. Yeah. <laughs> people were going to be watching it. <laughs> yeah. so well, do, they needed do, a win. I mean, I know it sounds daft for Liverpool, who are 150 points ahead of Manchester City or whatever, but they they had that little that little sort little of spell, wobble. even though they only lost, I mean, 1-0 away to Atletico Madrid. You know, that can happen. Uh, and obviously the Watford game was a bit of a surprise, but they did go 1-0 down. It was a contentious one. Uh, and they they managed to turn it around. On, on the train home from the Watford Liverpool match, I was explaining to a young boy who was beside himself with sadness that Liverpool had uh, lost their unbeaten mm. record. And I was going, "Look, Newcastle lost twelve points. <laughs> they were ahead. It's not relevant to him, league. is it? How old no. Was he? Oh yeah, he was like seven. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah. 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 he doesn't hear that. Yeah, he did certainly not from a drunk man on a train. No, <laughs> his no. mother was eyeing me. Some kind of drunk steampunk <laughs> <from> an undercut <laughs> <laughs> in this, in this in today's coronavirus world. Listen, oh, son. Yeah. It's, everything's going to be fine. You're going to win the league with flying colours. What else did you say to him? Mum, what's that accent? <laughs> <laughs> he went, you were Geordie. He had a cocky accent, so. Yeah. You were Geordie, mate. Is that what he said? <laughs> uh, but the, the moment of many people's weekend was that James Milner clearance off the line. Oh, Great stuff. wow. Right. I mean, he, he put, a cape, put, put a cape on him and be done with it. For a, for a, even for a clearance, I don't think I've ever seen such a sweetly struck clearance. Yeah. I mean, got such good contact. <laughs> no, no, like, very few people get to it. Very few people wouldn't have hoofed it into their own net. It was great. It oh, was... just had everything. Lovely. Because yeah, when the ball is looped over, and you, even if you pause it at that moment, you think, well, he's not going to get that. Yeah. He bloody is, though. Yeah. And he did. Whipples. It was Because he... Oh, man, it was good. Get him in the Euros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he, doesn't want it. he doesn't want it. If he we can't have Vardy, it. have Milner up front. <laughs> if we carry on like this, we're going to have a better team that aren't going to go. I know. <laughs> Bex, call, bring them back. Come I would on. rather play Milner and Vardy on their own than any of our team. <laughs> why, why are you naming retired players, Peter? Milner could defend on, on his own. And Milner's Vardy internationally retired. Yeah. No, you said Bex and Cole. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Some say bring him back. So they're also internationally right. slash completely retired. All right. Chrissy Waddle. Yeah, good. Yeah. No, not with that haircut. Not with that haircut. No, with that haircut. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, it more like relevant. Is yeah. there? Yeah. Crying out loud. Uh, Liverpool, of course, are the very, very nearly champions. I, th- I mean, I think... 
They already are, really, aren't they? I mean, there is a scenario where if Man City lose to Arsenal, which they won't, and to Burnley, which they also won't, they can... then Liverpool would be champions without kicking another ball. Yeah, because Man City have got a game, some games to play mm. before Liverpool play again, right? Mm. Technically, Liverpool need to win three more games. Yeah. They... Assuming that Man City do their thing. Indeed, yeah. But, I mean, all the, all, you know, chat aside, you know, Bournemouth actually probably be a touch disappointed that they didn't get something out of the game, which yeah. seemed sort of very unlikely in a, a few weeks ago. Um, but, but their errors cost them. And the last thing you need at Anfield, you know, Liverpool aren't firing on all cylinders. They've probably got an eye on that game against Atletico Madrid as well yeah. uh, this week, which they need to win, of course. Uh, and uh, Bournemouth, the, just... Drop the, the the first goal. You think to yourself, just get rid. Although just that said, though, I mean, <laughs> the standards Liverpool have set is so high that, that that before Salah scores, that ball that's played into him is behind him, mm. and it's a, it's a really difficult one to take yeah, yeah, when you've right. got men on you, which he had, and he still just slotted away like it was a mm. tap in. Mm-hmm. Like there was still a lot to do. Of course there was, yeah. But but the fact is that the error let them in, and then the second goal as well. Someone's caught out in midfield, and you know, Mane's away and makes it two one. But even then, Bournemouth still had their moments. You know, Adrian was called into action as well. So strange that Liverpool still haven't got out of this little slump just yet, but a, a, a European tie at Anfield, which is a must-win game, mm. is, is probably just the tonic. Well, yeah, I mean, digging one out is probably ideal against uh, when you've got Atletico coming up, isn't it? Because you, you know it's going to mm. have to be... They're going to just take it down to the trenches. They are, but they, they can be quite disappointing, Atletico, when they get that lead. We saw that against Juventus uh, when they when they won two 0 at home and then they go away and I think... Was it Ronaldo? Well, he's definitely scored. I can't remember if it was a hat-trick or that might have been... I'm thinking maybe of a different time, actually. But they won 3-0. And you think to yourself, like they showed very, very little attacking intent. <clears throat> and to, to protect just that one goal lead at Anfield, the way Liverpool tend to be in those ties, I I would think that would be too much of an ask for Atletico. David Cartledge on, on the continent um, said a week or two ago, he said, that, I hope I'm not putting words in his mouth, but I remember him, I think, saying that um, that performance from Atletico against Liverpool was their best performance this season. Oh, yeah. Miles. They've had a lot of injury problems mm-hmm. and not the Simeone team that a mm-hmm. lot of people don't watch him very often think they are yeah. in terms of their standard, in terms of their two Champions League finals mm-hmm. and league title winning standards. But they can still raise it. They can almost do like a greatest hits album every yeah, so yeah, often. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if they do it on Anfield yeah. this week, they'll be through. But a question I had in mind to ask you guys, interested in your thoughts on this, What um, if Liverpool go out of the Champions League mm. and they kind of limp to... Well, they can Premier concentrate League. on the Prem then. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. If they limp to the Premier League, I know what you mean. Is it a disappointing season? I, I, well, based I mean, on yeah. how they started, we were, we're, no I, other trophies, one mm. Premier League title, maybe not even the points record. Well, we we mentioned this the other day, didn't we? I mean, they have won the the World Club Championship, and as it was pointed yeah. out to me, it's also the Super Cup as well. But you know what we mean. I know what People you mean. Not, That's I, just pedantry. I don't it? think there's a Liverpool fan alive that would not have taken a league title at the start of the season. Mm. I think you're right, Jim. Else. Absolutely correct. I agree but, with you, but, but that's uh, not what I've asked. But, but the in, point in the is, context of how they started yes. the season. I know um, what you mean. I, I think it's a shame for them they went out of the FA Cup. Because I think if you if you can do a double there. But but yes, if, if they go out of the Champions League this early, but and they are defending the title as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it will dampen the party in Liverpool when they do get over them. No, it won't. No, definitely not won't. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, because they're already, we're already talking about, are they better than the Manchester United mm. treble winning side? Or are they better than the Invincibles? According to Sol Campbell, that's not the case. Um, but, if, but, if, 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 but, but, but you're right, because if, if you're a great side, because Guardiola's Manchester City, when they won the, you know 100 points and they were on for the quadruple and they won that in the League Cup. They won domestic treble, didn't they? Th- that was the following season. Yeah, yeah. But, but that season, when they won 100, 100 points, 
absolutely murdered everybody in the league yeah. and only won the, the League Cup, I say only, there was an element of disappointment because there was talk about the quadruple. Mm. So I do take your point. To me, it means, to me, if they don't win the Champions League this season, Liverpool, to me, they have to beat that points record to be remembered for mm. the amazing team they've been. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's such a decline. Mm-hmm. By their own high standards, admittedly, People are going to look at them in years to come and go, they won the Premier League, great. They got loads of points, but they didn't get the record and they didn't yeah. win anything else yeah. other than the, the two well, kind yeah. of... Uh, I, would, I would say second-tier trophies, if, 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 I may be, if I may be so bold mm. to say World that. World Cup Championship. Just put it out World Champions, <laughs> mate. You've got to win the Champions League I mean, to get in it. That could be seen as churlish, couldn't it? But I do think with the, like, the circumstances <laughs> of, uh, of Liverpool having waited so long, mm-hmm. they will really want it to be something special mm-hmm. and something like, you know... A, a one-off achievement and I think you're right the, the points tally will be all that's left to shoot for them which they could could well mm-hmm. get they could do mm. Invincibles baby <laughs> say it yeah you know it um, anyway, don't make me on. horny on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you usually say yeah, yeah. I was going to say you usually demand it uh, Chelsea beat Everton 4-0 better from Lampard's lads Yeah, mm. we Billy Gilmore was superb he again. Was. Do you hear what Rod Keane said about him? Uh, yeah, he, oh, he says he was fantastic. I was sitting at home having a cup of tea and some chocolate, and I didn't have the volume on as the game started. I literally got out of my seat and said, "Who is this kid in midfield?" Now I'm sort of disturbed that Rod Keane eats chocolate. Do you know what I mean? It seems yeah. very indulgent. Yeah, it seems yeah. exactly. It seems a bit, a bit nonsensical. I, th- I think sweetness in a, your mouth. He'd be a Turkish no, delight, man. No, you wouldn't. Oh, no, no, just oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, bracken. Nin- I don't like just ninety-five percent cocoa, yeah. really bitter chocolate. <laughs> yeah. There'd definitely yeah. be yeah. that. But I think he would have a bit of a curveball, like a, or, a, or a tea. I think he'd be old school. With Ritter his, spot, uh, white with hazelnuts. If you go into Rick Roy Keane's house mm. and he's offering you a cup of tea, fair enough. That's mm. unsettling mm-hmm. you. If he pops open an old quality street box, careful. And it's got like an array of different biscuits in it. Just mm. help yourself to one of them. Don't go near it. Why? It's just weird. <laughs> Cancel and Gretel. Yeah, it would be. Bread house. It's it almost be. certainly a trap, isn't it? Yeah, of some description, yeah. What if you take the wrong... Yeah, he's judging you for what you're doing. You're going to do. You're going to choose. Yeah. Take the custard cream. Oh, oh. I, I think For me, they're wrapped... yourself a man. They're wrapped chocolate. Tr- like, so you're going to... Fun-size Mars bars. Mm. Oh, I you see. You know, fun-size crunchies. Those kind of oh, things. And I, I, I like harder. a bounty, and he's not having that. Is no it? way. Yeah. Don't go near, than... you, you go to Roy King's house. You have a bounty. <laughs> you're, a, you're a madman. Harder than it. that would be providing the chocolate. Or yeah, can you pick some up anything. on the way? Yeah, you pick some up what on the way. You, what? No, well, Yorkie, if you, it's if be you're bringing something to Roy King's house, what do you pick? Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkies. Yeah, maybe. See, I think he's answered it. I think it's a Yorkie. <laughs> I don't know, but I think he might think it's a bit pretentious. Jim, you like a Yorkie? A Yorkie thinks it's a man. Jim, a Yorkie thinks it's a man's chocolate. You, <laughs> you it's like, not. It's just chocolate. You what like, are you bringing that to me for, Jim? You like a double decker. You've, you're mistaking me with Luke. I do like a double decker, but Luke prefers them. Roy Keane would punch you in the face for that. I mean, it, there's a lot of things about Oi. Roy Keane would punch me in the face. <laughs> Thinking about it, Jim, if you turned up with a, with a multi pack of Yorkies, <laughs> yeah. he stands to you straight away. What are you compensating for there? <laughs> <laughs> a real man, yeah. comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, yeah. Also, to be fair though, what you're referring to is that I like a double decker from the freezer, which is actually very hard to eat on your teeth. Maybe he'd respect that. We just can't know. I ain't having that. You could win him back. Can I, can I just say that it's, it's great for Billy Gilmore that he's been rewarded with that for that performance with a trip away with the Scottish on the 21s. Yeah, oh yeah. So mm. got to start somewhere. Isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No there was bet. talk of him being getting the older, uh, the full, the full honours, but apparently not. Well, it's, uh, I don't. You're being critical of that, aren't you? No, not at all. I think it's absolutely fine from doing that. So it was the three 18-year-olds are on the pitch at, at, at various points in that match for uh, Chelsea. So, yeah, oh, yeah. enjoyable. He's mm-hmm. dishing out debuts all over the place, isn't he, Frank? He's a dishy debut disher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is, if you like. Uh, but, and if, if Billy Gilmore gets those performances out of Ross Barkley, then uh, long may it continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. 
It's funny with Barkley. We know he's got talent, but he has been showing it of late, which is which is uh, which is encouraging. But yeah. but Chelsea were brilliant, weren't they? I mean, some of the goals they scored were, were delightful. It's great to watch. You love great it when Giroud scores. So do I. Yeah. It's, it's, the mobility of Olivier Giroud is a beautiful thing. Yes. Mm. Even at thirty-one. Uh, do you know what I like? Thirty-three. Bloody hell! Mm. When did that happen? You know what? I like? <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. You know what um, I like is I like that, and I understand that it could be construed that Chelsea have had a lot of investment over the last 16, 17 years and now that these young players they've got coming through mm-hmm. are, are a result of that. And I, and I, I kind of get that. But it's great that Frank Lampard will play these players with mm-hmm. no fear. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's one thing to play Gilmore in a different type of game than mm-hmm. to play him in a Premier League game. In a big one against Everton. They've been in great form and, and Chelsea need to be winning games mm-hmm. because they want to get up into the Champions League spots or stay up stay up there, wherever they are. I can't remember. What are they, fifth? Fourth? Fourth. Uh, uh, Chelsea are fourth, yeah. Yeah, they've been fourth since about... October, yeah, right. Um, so, but he's brave to do that. I mean, Barkley, who's been inconsistent, mm-hmm. but he's got a lot of talent. Mason Mount, he's, he's having, you know, he's still at the very start of his career. Lovely strike. Billy right. Gilmore as a midfield three. It's it's great to see. And mm. there are other managers who wouldn't do that. No. Who, who will make excuses and say, "My players aren't ready. My players aren't ready." Mm. Lampard, because he's had to, and in some cases he hasn't had to. Mm-hmm. Like when he's played Abraham over Giroud mm-hmm. until Abraham got injured. He's also brought two young kids off the bench as well in this game against Everton. Okay, yeah. the game's probably already won at that point. Um, I can't quite remember when they came on, but he's bringing them in. He's doing the mm-hmm. right, and, and that's part of the reason he's he's popular there. There are lots of other reasons as well. But if he was stinking the place that all season, mm. the Chelsea fans wouldn't still be singing his name. Yeah, they'd be they'd be they'd be thinking, God, this is a bit awkward. So credit to yeah. him, I think. He said after the game as well, didn't he, he's, he? That he's he's happy to be able to have these players involved, and he doesn't want to use it as an excuse. He wants to use it as a positive and just like I, I guess embolden them with 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 confidence by showing that he has that confidence in them and it's it's really really working if you look if you look at Tottenham which it sounds like he was having a dig at Mourinho wasn't he with the other like yeah. digging out in, oh, in Dombele I certainly like, was yeah, yeah. It's, um, he, he even said didn't he like we don't want to use this as an excuse and like the way Mourinho talks about young players it's like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's ridiculous it's like he's had to like just I don't know just bring someone out of the stands and put them on it's like they don't count as footballers sometimes <laughs> in his mind I, I, th- I thought it was insane did we say it on Friday that, it, that Mourinho said that oh the, the owners need to decide whether they want to target the Burnley game or the Leipzig game mm. like, what, do your fucking job yeah. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, that about that is very much on you yeah. <laughs> all they can do is tell you to do that he's, yeah. got, he's got to be careful because come the summer Levy might say you know well, I could do without this I really could do without <laughs> what, this if he does he's an idiot because he knew exactly what he was getting well uh, yeah. indeed, he, indeed. He, that won't happen I, I think they'll get, they'll get back to the he'll back him in a big way in the summer and then we'll see where the ships fall and I think that as I said last week I think that's probably fair but he just annoys me yeah uh, the result uh, uh, Chelsea 4 after nil was the, the joint heaviest defeat of Carlo Ancelotti's managerial career mm. which of course when he was uh, Real Madrid manager they lost 4-0 to Atletico Madrid they were surprisingly bad weren't they they were just yeah, yeah. passengers in it isn't there some mad stat that they haven't won at Stamford Bridge since 1994 right yeah, right I don't know, Jim, is there? Is there? Well, they said it on Match of the Day. Okay, well, that'll, that'll do. <laughs> I think there is. That'll Isn't there do. some kind of stat I heard last night, Let's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's all cool off and have a quick break. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Back to the Football Ramble or Football Ramble Daily, everybody. And now it's that time for emails with PDD. You email show at footballrambledaily.com And now PDD's reading it out. Well done. On a theme about uh, Jordan Pickford. Obviously, we uh, he was all right, I guess, at the weekend, even though he shipped full, but the, certainly the week before he was having a stinking old time. Evening, gents. Uh, don't know your <laughs> recording schedule, so I may have just missed the cut off the recording of this week's ramble. I thought I'd get in contact either way to offer my opinion on the much-discussed and man, uh, maligned uh, Jordan Pickford. Uh, I've tried to keep it concise. You really haven't, mate. Um, <laughs> the short answer is, he's a good keeper, but he's a shadow of the one he once was, and it's largely to do with his public perception uh, in this uh, emailer's, uh, emailer's uh, subject. Uh, what I liked about this is that the uh, person who sent it, and I'll give the name in the second, uh, dog, uh, they have a dog called Gwen Joran Eriksson. Lovely. Lovely. Very, very enjoyable. Uh, basically, first season, incredibly, he's hands down the best keeper I've uh, seen in Everton shirt in decades, but the England place and then the incredibly inju- unjustified and accurate scrutiny and criticism that came with it kind of came became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because he was a modern keeper, it was comfortable with the ball at his feet and had good distribution. A lot of the more old-fashioned journalists immediately labelled him as a liability and error-prone, despite, despite having uh, no evidence to support it. And unfortunately, over time, it has slowly but surely become reality. He's obviously a bit of a character, but unlike someone like Vardy, he doesn't thrive on criticism but he rather gets his own in his own head and becomes fixated on proving to people that he is good enough uh, but there is few things worse than an overthinking anxious goalkeeper whichever aspect of his game is criticised that week will become more and more problematic in the following games until we reach a day wherein he struggles with the basics and he's lost the faith of a large uh, portion of the uh, fan base so 
it, it goes on, but it's a, it's a beautifully uh, written email. Maybe I'll stick it online somehow. Uh, but uh, thank you uh, for that. Hello to uh, Richard Chesser, Hank Fire Marcus. I'm just going to give you the name <laughs> mm-hmm. of the person. It was Alex Bartling. Thank you, Alex, Alex. for that. Nice one. Uh, we got an email from uh, Richard uh, Chesser. Morning, gents. Well, I'm not quite enough of a pervert to dive into writing uh, ramble slash fiction myself. Uh, this past show did remind me of Luke's online diary that I uh, ran into recently. Here are a few entries I thought you might enjoy. The diary of Luke Aaron Moore, uh, 70th of December 2019. Here we go. A moment after midnight, Marcus closes the shutter of our Christmas market kiosk. Oh, crap. His lips are plum-coloured from our mulled wine, but his eyes shine like the garlands hung around us, now heavy with snow. He takes my mitten in his mitten. My elf, he whispers, as he wraps his hairy arms around my waist and leads me to his truck. I drive and Marcus sings, Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, to me. Hang on. His breath visible in the night air, a tipsy angel. He, I, I wrap my arms around him and then yeah. take him to the truck. I wouldn't really, you don't. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm the drinker and the singer in among us. Yeah. Not Marcus. 28th of February, 2020. On the other hand, how is this happening to me? <laughs> 20th of February, 2020. Have I changed since we met? Marcus wants to know. My hand goes to his face, feeling the soft pile of his beard and the warmth that never leaves his cheeks. Don't touch faces at the moment. These thousands, <laughs> these thousands of days have uh, produced more wrinkles from smiles and tears, uh, but both are represented, and this winter has left a frost of grey in his hair that will never thaw. Why are you reading this out? He's more perfect to me today than he's ever been. <laughs> Grow old with me, I beg him. We have grown old together already. It's fucking happened. (laughs) Happened last 12 years. The final entry. 5th of March, 2020. Marcus is stripping blackberry vines of their thorns, ready to begin a new (laughs) hand-woven basket. He's he's tucked a lovely early spring flower behind his ear and his eyes are full of promised sunshine. This is all a man wants, he says, sniffing the flower. I can only agree. Hope that was, it, was, it was good for you boys as it was for me. Cheers, Jake from Japan. Jake, well, I think you need to assess some of your life decisions right sec- in that. Look, I am. Are you chumescent? Are you chumescent? I'm priapic. Do you I'm know excited. Jake? <laughs> Do you no, know Jake? No, but I'm You're, enjoying how much Jake has is Jake, clearly yeah, ruffled your erotic feathers. It's Jake from Japan. Fuel. It's Jake from Japan. My You're not like, yeah, like Tom, Tom from Finland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, finally, for now, uh, Jonathan uh, Neyman from Berlin. Could be another could be no, new nom de plume. Uh, hello, lads. Long time email. Same story again, but in Bergheim this L- time. <laughs> Long time email. First time listener here. Uh, so switching to watch the game, the commentator talks about Phil Foden starting the match while the camera is showing young Phil rearranging his Foden. Seriously, there was some incisive pulling and replacing going on. And the cherry on top when, at that moment, the commentator says, Foden is reaching out at this moment for more starts. Happy Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Timing. Yeah. Well, that's a, a, a long time emailer. First Look. time listener. Look, <laughs> hopefully, <they'll... laughs> according to the email, that's how he wrote it. Uh, <laughs> naughty. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get to the show, it is at show at footballrumbledaily.com. There it is. Thank you very much for that, Pete. It's time for a Betway 4 to it score is. update. Uh, on um, Friday's show, Jim chose Nicola Pepe for the Arsenal West Ham game. That mm. finished 1 0. Thanks was... to. Bang wrong. Alexandre Lacazette. Mm. Um, Pete, you had Burnley v Spurs. Although Burnley did score first, yes. it wasn't Jay Rodriguez. No. Although, actually, it nearly was. It nearly. was just followed up by Very Chris Wood. Um, I had Dominic Calvert-Lewin in Chelsea v Everton. The DCL. Um, which, again, was a no, because uh, they didn't score any goals. 
Uh, and Marcus, you had Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, he did Bruno well. Martial he got the assist, didn't he? He did. Martial should have squared one to him, which he would have put away. So that's on Martial, not on us. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, we, he just gets to the point where we go, yeah, I mean, he should have got the first one. Yeah, not very good. I mean, there's only so much we can do for these guys. Yeah. And they keep letting us down. Well, We're do. trying to do our bit for charity. Yeah. But there's another chance to play Ooh. on the preview show this week on Friday. So stick around for that. Um, go to betway.com forward slash four to score for Lovely. more information. It is, of course, free to play. You must be over the age of 18. In the words of oh, Tom. sorry, Marcus, carry on. I was going to say I want to do a Patreon update. I was going to say in the words of Tom Jones. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have let you. Um, <laughs> pa- listen, you people, pe- you are signing, you, you lovely, lovely listeners, you're signing up in your dozens. Beautiful buggers. Yeah, for the Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash football round daily. You can um, pay us an amount of money every month to be decided by you. There's loads of different options in there. And of course, for the different level of um, of, of donation, you get different content. Different level been... of nudeness. Ex- no. Oh. We, we ruled that out in the first oh, meeting. Oh, okay. um, but the... If you want to do that in private, that's up to you, but do yeah. keep it that way. Right. The first episode of Ramble On, which is outtakes, best ofs, lots of different bits and pieces, is out now. It came out uh, yesterday. That's there for Patreon subscribers. Completely unheard anywhere else for the most part. The first episode of The Mailbag with two on the continent um, uh, pundits. It was Nicky Bandini and Andy this week, Marcus, that was, was right, it? absolutely. Presented by... Uh, oh, last week. Uh, no, this week, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, presented by Marcus. That's there to be listened to as well. Um, you won't hear it anywhere else and you won't hear it unless you're a Patreon subscriber. You get access to the Discord as well and there'll be other bits and pieces coming along sooner or later, I'm sure. Patreon.com forward slash forward slash, sorry, Football Ramble Daily to join in the fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, we go to Southampton nil, Newcastle United one. Another clean sheet for Brucey's boys. AKA, oh my what, goodness. what contortions can Pete do this week? Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, it was Newcastle's first league goal in 439 minutes. Well, I'll concentrate on that one. Fair enough. <laughs> There's your response, Luke. Uh, and uh, but uh, and our very own Pete Donaldson was was down there reporting on the match. Oh, it was wild. The VAR, it was just VAR happening, like left, right, and centre. Did it was you enjoy brilliant. It? The ref, uh, to his credit. It could have spilled into absolute nonsense, but with the uh, red card, just walked calmly over mm-hmm. to his little uh, screen, had a look, sent the player off. Why? Aren't, why isn't he doing that for every decision? Why yeah. aren't that was? I mean, that was a decision? very easy decision to make. Yeah, Still, but also, but same with the handball. He did. He just got it in his ear. He could have just gone over and looked at the monitor. Yeah. I think. Pete, what did you make of the um, historic, seafaring, beautiful town or city? I suppose of Southampton. Well, you can hear um, further opinions on the look and picture, but I, uh, I'm very. Much of the opinion that uh, I didn't realise it was that much of a shithole. <laughs> How dare you? It's Take the heat nice off me for a week. Look, it's not a nice... Look, Southampton's, I'm sure you're all lovely and you are all lovely, but just the town, man. No. Really? Don't you, like it. Saw it, a lot of dead wasps. Is it... <laughs> I don't you know why. There's a lot of shop windows, a lot of dead wasps in it. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Is, have you been to Portsmouth? I've been to Portsmouth then. Uh, look, I'll, I'll give Portsmouth credit where it's Which due. Prefer? I, prefer, I prefer Portsmouth. Maybe I've yeah, just yeah. been to Portsmouth uh, more than Southampton. <laughs> just it's yeah, and, maybe, and maybe it's just the walk from the train station to, 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 to the actual... You went uh, to the Isle of Wight, didn't you? That's what you I went, went to. I the Isle of We can all agree on that. Hello, the 70s. But no, it was a really exciting first half, but it did get to the point where you're like, oh, Newcastle don't create any chances. And it was really... Get to the point where I was like Newcastle might come away with uh, playing most of the match against ten men and being unable to break yeah, it down. Yeah. Well, they but, pounced, uh, or Sam Maximan pounced beautifully on the yeah. stake. Lovely finish. But of course, uh, Pompey boy Matt Ritchie missed a penalty. Yeah, he was getting dogs. Alex kids. McCarthy was superb. Yeah, that was a great mm. save in particular. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the the triple save. I think it was a triple save. No, we'll double save. Double 
save and then one into the side. Yeah, yeah, by, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to give a triple Miggy. save. Mm. Mm. But it's, uh, they, they, Newcastle looked very um, disjointed and they, they didn't really know their positions. But uh, once uh, once SM put that ball away, oh, thank Christ for that, I thought. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to um, just see him start scoring a bit more regularly. Obviously, Almiron's like... Open the floodgates a little bit. They're a, the floodgates are a jar. Floodgates. Yeah, the floodgates are 139 minutes. The floodgates are a jar with Almiron. <laughs> he's, he's scoring goals into cups, isn't he? It's the shittest um, flood ever. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in a way, is a good flood. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. Little dribble. It's like when the. Um, it's not a flood, though. Then, on the canal, it? when they leave the gates slightly open, yeah, like there's a little bit of a through. gush. There's yeah. a, I think it's a situation where um, a £40 million so called striker is it's too big to fail as a project, mm. certainly at Newcastle. So they've had to put. Uh, Jolliton in, but I think Bruce has got the nod from uh, but, higher up that, that he's allowed to put him on the bench. So he's he started on the bench, he came on, provided a, a little bit in height. But Pete, are you, are you suggesting hello. that we should we should take Joel Linton into public ownership? <laughs> what do you mean? He's too big to fail. Yeah. Too big to fail. Yeah, yeah he's like he's like Northern Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, a, a you got, we, we, we can have to nationalise Joe Linton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like, I'd like to defer to. Uh... So do, 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 do the public of the UK um, now technically all own a small amount of Joe Linton. Linton? Yeah, and they'll do with it with it, him what you want, what they want. Uh, why does everyone get their knickers in a twist? The decisions are right. That's uh, Steve Bruce there, which I enjoyed. The decisions are right. I love that. <laughs> Well, no, I, my, my favourite um, example, the worst take I've seen on VAR this week came from David Moyes, who said that um, because... Use his proper name. Sorry, David, David Moyes. Moyes. Yeah. The, Moyes. Ferry, the ferryman David Moyes. Yeah. Uh, was that because there were, uh, the referee was having a good game and there were two very good linesmen uh, in, in the game against Arsenal, it shouldn't have even gone to VAR. We should just trust them. <laughs> like, it was on side, David. That's the, the best David. quote since Neil Warnock said that he didn't endanger the life of the player, yeah. so it shouldn't be a red card. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, back to... Um, uh, Back, back to Newcastle. So Newcastle are now four points better off than they were at this point last season. Right, so obviously I'm not going to do the the, the cheap thing of saying that Bruce is better than Rafa Benitez because obviously he's not. But um, it, how they get on I, the cup? But, to say this, uh, very well, to be fair. Yeah. Very well. well you say but, he's not better, but I mean, I mean, I, you keep on bringing up the cup, but I mean they've played like Oxford United, West Brom away. And they, and they had and they had to do and they had had replays in both of those matches as well. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've gone out with worse though, haven't they? To be yeah. fair, in the past. So do, yeah. you, do you think Usually they? Brighton, do you think fair. they should be chucked out of the cup then? Because they've not been <laughs> concentrate on the league. Yeah. yeah. But what I was going to say was, you know, given that you lost some of the best players you had last season, and that Mike Ashley's still stuck around and, he, and he's done his, or they refuse to pay fifteen million for uh, uh, for Solomon Rondon. Absolutely, yeah. like proven this, goal scorer. This could be a lot worse, couldn't it? You could okay, be it could like, be a lot worse. Okay, it could be like the, the, the defensively. Uh, this is papered over a, a lot of crash. They're just not creating enough enough chances. They do look disjointed. They do look messy. But this new this new um, formation ha- has provided somewhat of a threat to teams who don't uh, provide a lot of pressure. Uh, onto Newcastle, but if that sending off hadn't happened, I I feared for what that match would have turned out like. Yeah. A goal, a straw, probably. I mean, it's not a. Despite Hassan Hootel's best attempts, Southampton at home is it's not a fortress. No, it no, really it isn't. isn't a it's actually quite. <laughs> What's the opposite to a fortress? A sandcastle. Yeah. Mm. The sandcastle, and every week the wave comes and washes it away yeah. <laughs> from the tiniest floodgate. But it shows you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tiny sandcastle, <laughs> and like every so often, one drop. Of water. Knocks it all down. Yeah, smashes yeah. it. A yeah. friend of mine supports Southampton and he always describes the badge as a tree by a lovely river. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which I like, but it doesn't really inspire fear, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it really does not. Well, uh, they, despite all that and despite losing uh, four in their last five, I think it is, or five in six in all competitions for uh, Southampton, they're still seven points above the relegation zone. It's mad, isn't it? Mm. 
that run. Uh... But you know, you know, when people say it's a bit of a weird Premier League season, I said it myself on this show, and people would go further than that and say it's a poor Premier League season. Mm. That's yeah, they're entitled to their opinion. Like, can it really be like the situation where no one is picking up points? Because <laughs> every mean. every time you you kind of focus on one team, it's like oh yeah, but yeah. they're still doing fine. I think when they it's, all... it's like the Premier League calculator broken. Yeah, but it, it must it, be. It just means like you can there's a lot of missing points somewhere, like some Nazi gold buried somewhere. <laughs> but Newcastle is a really good uh, case in point because like they've scored 25 goals, and the only other team to play to score 25 goals is Norwich, and they're bottom. Yeah, like, it's it's just not a it's not a t- it's it's not a league for anyone who wants to achieve something. Just keep it tight and don't lose lose so many matches. You know, three or four nil, and mm. you'd be all right. Well, I mean, <laughs> you mentioned Norwich; they're obviously beaten by Sheffield United. Sheffield United have just done that, haven't they? They've hardly mm. scored. It's uh, it's that season uh, Milan won the title with scoring 36 goals. Yes, compare it to games. that. That's what this is. They are channeling the spirit of that Capello Milan side of Sheffield United. Let's um, up for grabs. It's, look, it's, it's very impressive. I mean, the funny thing is, is that, yes, they beat Norwich 1-0. Uh, a great goal from Billy Sharp. Yes. Dude, that's a striker's goal. I love seeing Billy Sharp. It's a fantastic goal. And now they're dreaming of European football for the first time in their club's history mm. uh, next season. Um, but yet they they sort of with Dean, Dean Henderson in goal, scrambling that ball away. We mm. fantastic oh, goalkeeper, goalkeeper yeah, absolutely was, superb. Yeah. Wilder was really funny after the game though when it was put he to him was. about that. He's like, well, yeah, he's only he's only made like what three saves in the whole game. That's what he's there for. Yeah, I love the sort <laughs> of you know just grumpiness of in, it. Indeed, <laughs> but that's the thing with Sheffield United. You know, they're, they're sort of hanging on to get a home win against Norwich, and yet they're still challenging for the European position. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> but it doesn't. But it doesn't. It doesn't look out of place. You know, if if it was say, uh, I don't know, Wolves or. Um, even Manchester United at the moment, one or two of the other sides, Spurs, you know, if they're scrambling at home, it does, it doesn't it? I suppose it will fail to beat Brighton. But, but what I'm saying is it's just strange that Sheffield United not really scoring that much, scraping in terms of the chance at the end there, a 1-0 home win against Norwich, and yet they could be in the Europa League next yeah. season with the English side. Well, I like that they're embracing it as well. There's no like false modesty from them. No. They're all, they're all also, really excited about the prospect. They're still in the FA Cup, Sheffield United. They are. Mm. And they've got a home draw and that's against Arsenal. But they've got oh. a home draw. Yeah, but who have they beaten though on the way to that quarterfinal? Is it Oxford United? <laughs> <laughs> it seems unlikely. They don't play each other more than once. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's uh, around Robin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robin's not playing. No. Um, um, but so they're still in the cup as well, and they've got some tricky games in their running. But it's not the world's worst run in Sheffield United. It's not a situation where they've, they've in the second half of the season they've not played any good teams yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an average running. Um, they could. They're five points off fourth. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And you've said it. Do you, did you guys see that? Um, um, there was a, a guy, a, a, well, a Wolves fan. He's a hundred years old. Okay. Uh, and he was presented by a cake in his. I, th- I think. I he think was presented he, by a cake. No, he, he was presented <laughs> a cake. Hello, I'm a cake. Yeah. Um, in his. In his. Um, I think. I think he might live in a care home or something. It might have been in a cafe. I can't remember. But he was presented with a cake mm. uh, to be a hundred years old. Uh, but he was presented it by Nuno. Nice. Ah, but he, but cool. he didn't realise it was Nuno. Ah. He just thought oh. it was. No, he did. Let me tell the story. Okay. Right. I'm taking you on a roller coaster here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. he, he's presented a cake and oh, and, yeah. and he he's, he doesn't look up. He just he sees the cake. He's pleased. And he shakes hand with someone who is Nuno. Yeah. He doesn't know it's him. He's thinking, I'm just happy with the cake. Yeah, he's, 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 he's loving <laughs> yeah. it. He's loving it. I've made a ton. I've got a cake. Great day. And yeah. then he looks up and he, sees, uh, and he sees Nuno. And he's, he's so pleased. Oh, it's the yeah. most heartwarming oh. video. 
Um, it's brilliant. It's worth checking out. I've retweeted it on my Twitter. It's uh, at Luke Aaron Moore on Twitter. You can oh, have a look. look at his face. And he gives him a big thigh slap at the end. Mm. He's so pleased to see him. That was what warmed my cockles. This Nuno's week. quite avuncular, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I'd like to hang out with Nuno. Would you? He would relax me right out. You've <laughs> mm. ruined that. That was a heartwarming story. You've taken into the gutter again. Yeah, this sounds like more slash fiction. Pete is jealous that was it Jake? Yeah, was Jake Jake from Japan? Jake, Jake in Japan. Yeah, never wrote anything about you. You're trying to you're trying to incept an idea of you and you would be relaxed right out. I'd be in the corner watching, wouldn't I? You know, thank goodness. What would you be wearing? I don't know. Oh, I'm just him. pleased he just said watch yeah what would you be wearing uh, moth suit but with a hook cut out of it <laughs> <laughs> front, front or back <laughs> but, yeah, but just one singular hole oh a gooch hole <laughs> you know what I mean the gooch hole yeah. you know what I mean these is, this is when the floodgates open yeah, yeah. this yeah. is what that expression yeah. is all, yeah. all over the floor oh, don't get this dear. in any other football show no probably, Jim, probably a reason for that Jim why don't you talk about football Jim why don't you talk us through the last day of the Argentine league season god Go on. Oh, so Carlos, <laughs> Carlos Tevez. He won it. He won it. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Carlos. He, he kissed Diego Maradona, Beautiful. who was the uh, manager of the opposing gymnasium. On the mouth. On the mouth for luck. And then he scored and he said, oh, I believe in luck because I'm a big baby. Yeah. I'm a big, annoying baby. I mean, if, um, to be honest, if you're kissing Diego Maradona on the lips, that's performance dancing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those numb lips. He went straight over there and thought, I'm having a bit of that. He said, I, I knew I had to kiss Diego. Yeah, I was lucky. I'm a, I'm a superstitious idiot. <laughs> I was lucky that way. Sometimes you have to look for luck. I loved um, seeing him being... I mean, he, I mean whatever you think about um, Carlos Tevez, and Jim's opinions are well documented. Mm. He's playing for a club that he absolutely loves. He for was, the third time. He was loving it. He's absolutely loving well, it. He scored about, eight, I think it was 18 minutes from time and River drew their mm. game. So Boca leapfrogged them and won the league on the last day, which, you know, is a lovely old it's job. Scenes. That is absolutely It is really funny, especially with Diego Maradona being there. And it, obviously he's feuding with Raquel May. So like, even that's not like oh, perfect, is it? I wonder, I'm not going to cast any aspersions on anyone's character. But we know about for the first time. But we know about in Diego, our run of shores. We know about Diego's history. This is yes. going to come on in yeah. a dig with Pete Donaldson. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> and we know, and we know that Diego's team are playing against Boca, mm. a game that Boca mm. needs to win. I'm just saying, think about the team talk. That's all I'm yeah. saying. They only lost one nil. Is is would be make it look like it's. <laughs> would, would, be, would be Luke. You are straying into. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, it's... Okay. I'm just saying. I think if, if you were going to do that, you'd make it one nil. We only lost one nil. You're on exactly. How yeah. dare you? Yeah, but the thing is, though, River drew their game. Yeah. Presumably, yeah. if they'd have won their game, they'd have been okay. Yeah. So. I mean, you say presumably because on this show, we haven't checked. No, no, no. They're yeah. because yeah. Boca leapfrogged them. Yeah. So, uh, it's poor from River. You've got to say it's poor. It, it is poor. poor. He's very poor. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, there we are. They had a River, they needed the flood. <laughs> uh, but there we are, Lizzie. We, we, we've finished. Thank goodness. Uh, the Football Ramble or Football Ramble. <laughs> we got Ramble. there in the end, didn't we? Jules and Andy are back tomorrow for some scintillating red hot football chat for your ears mm. so do get them around that uh, and until then au revoir thank you very much Luke Moore thank you very much thank you very much Pete Donaldson for more content go to patreon.com forward slash football rumble daily indeed and thank you Jim Campbell thank you see you soon everybody this was a Stakhanov production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 